The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hey everyone, welcome to Scissoring Isn't a Thing. I am Darren Karp. And I'm Liz Cully. Oh my God. Okay, so we've had <laughs> well, some I, amazing guests. I was like, guests. who wants to talk first? No, I got too excited, Liz. I'm happy to say that I'm excited about this guest because <laughs> this week is somebody that you brought to my attention and I think it might be my favorite episode of Scissoring so far. It, we have Buck Angel on this week, right? And how did you come across Buck Angel, Liz? Well, I came across Buck. I mean, I knew who Buck was. It was really um, my wife who told me about Buck and was like, you should totally have him on the show. So I cold emailed him, which we will definitely discuss in this interview. Um, and I'm so happy that I did. And he is amazing. He is so funny. He is so great. He is, you know, the he also, trampa I always I was going to say he introduced me to a new word, trampa. And he, the way he identifies and just is sort of, I want to say like fuck it attitude to a lot of stuff considering how, how hard a life he's lived. You know, he really lived through, he was, he was trans in, not that it's not even a hard time now, but when it was really not okay and no yeah. one knew what even being trans was and what it meant. And he lived through the AIDS crisis. He was homeless. He was beaten. He was I an mean, international fashion model. I mean, it was it was amazing. And I'm so bummed that we're in quarantine still because, you know, you and I like definitely made friends with Buck during this interview. And he lives with his fiance not far from me. And we had all these plans to go out for coffee and dinner. And I'm like, fuck, we're still in this stupid quarantine and I can't, you know, see him IRL. So I'm definitely going to relive uh, that happiness through this next episode. That's well, that's what I was going to say. This episode's going to take me back to, a, to an, a simpler, easier time when we were with Buck. And we hope you guys all enjoy it. Honestly, if you're not following Buck Angel, you absolutely should feel like you should after this episode. Enjoy, guys. We're back in LA and we're back to scissoring is it isn't a thing. And this is probably a guest, I mean, that when you Liz, of course, queen of a cold email. I am queen of the cold uh, email. Got this guest. I was like, I don't even know if I wrote back. I think I was without speech. I think I just wrote a bunch of exclamation points and wrote like this is huge. Yeah, you did. You were like, what? I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I did it. Well, we have book angel here today and i am i woke up at five o'clock in the morning like how should we even introduce you just like the best person <laughs> ever ever sexiest well, wow. person alive really high pay for that that's so awesome well i love that you're just so open like, looking at your friends. tattoos i'm like oh, oh yeah i see a 1992 <laughs> right that's why i showed up you guys i just look i love this yeah I just that's have to like sit here and... this is our ego boost <laughs> right <to>, on <laughs> but you know, we ask, we ask, we usually start every podcast by asking how our guest identifies. Mm-hmm. You cool with answering that? And if of not, course. tell us why not. I'm cool with answering anything. I love now, it. I don't know what's going to happen when your listeners hear it. So you're responsible for that. Fair I'm enough. I'm not responsible for the way people listen to me or interpret what I say. This is the really yeah. the situation. Content and context matters. Exactly. Thank you, my friend. Intent yes. matters. Is intent intent so absolutely matters. matters. I think we should talk about intent more. We The whole reason why we wanted to do this podcast is, quite frankly, the things that people say to us. I think a lot of the times the intent is positive or, or it comes from a good place, but sometimes it just comes from this like deep seated fucking ignorance. Right. I know. I, and, and I just am kind of like, but it could be a learning experience. Yes. I think a lot of people are quick to be like, you're an asshole. You're this, you're canceled yes. as opposed to being like, 
this is how you properly ask yeah, this question. Exactly. Or this is how it should be said because in the future, you don't want people to take offense to this. And I understand where you're coming from. That's called educating. Correct. Yeah. Instead of getting upset. If yeah. someone, let's just use me as an example. Let's say someone called me a tranny, right? As we know now, tranny isn't really a cool word to use. Right. Though I use it and I can use it. It's like you calling yourself a dyke or Oh yeah, we talk about that. Yeah, whatever, absolutely. right? I'm, a, I'm totally entitled to re- reclaim that word. Now, if someone outside uses it in a context of you're a fucking tranny weirdo, that's not cool. Right. But if they say, hey, Buck, my tranny friend, that's okay with me. Right. Or like, it, do you identify as tranny or is tranny? hundred percent. Exactly. There you go, my friend. And we've become this space of victimization. And every time someone gets their feelings hurt, the whole world explodes from it. Instead yeah, of saying, right. that actually hurts my feelings. doesn't necessarily hurt all of our feelings, but it hurts my feelings. So I would prefer if you just didn't use that word around me. How easy is that? Then you're never going to say tranny around me again. And we move forward. And we right. move on. And or if exactly. they do, then they're a dick. Then but a saying dick. it right. the first time. Right it's like actually understanding the education and then what you do after that right. makes you be canceled. Right Not on. the first time. Right on. I fucking hate that. I mean, it's ridiculous behavior. We've become totally victimized babies. Yes. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, and, and the younger generation. <laughs> I mean, it's, Bananas. Bananas. I mean, even and even for women especially. Hundred like, percent. We're not victims all the time, no, and yeah. like, I don't want to be seen as that. I view Thank myself you. as a very, very strong yes, person. You are. And then you know, lesbian is like the fifth thing I am. Right. Like, on. Exactly. Probably the she's bisexual. Right on. I'm a lesbian. That's and how do you identify? I, uh, my sexuality is bisexual. Totally okay, bisexual. bisexual. Yeah, okay. Totally. I, I would say pig. I'm a total pig. That's how wait, I identify. Wait, I'm obsessed. Like, yeah, like, okay, so you, what's, pig what's a pig? Mean? So a pig means pretty much anything and everything as long as I'm attracted to you. So okay. it's not my gender that, that I'm attracted to. I would say that I'm more attracted to women relationship-wise. Okay. Oh. But I re- I'm attracted Maybe to men. Emotionally. Men's, emotally. It's yeah. a real thing. I have I'm a really glad I did my makeup <laughs> this <laughs> morning. I don't know. It's just your, your emotions and your brain. It is. Exactly. Yeah, that's what he's oh. trying to go for. Not your looks. God damn it. I'm sorry, Liz. I don't think you're going to have sex with Buck today. Well, by by the You're way, though, married, my friend. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but a girl can fantasize. Also, <laughs> he's gonna charge you up to wall. I know, damn girl. it, fuck. Women um, are free, men come, men go. Oh yeah, men, men cost. Men. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> though I will warn you, Buck. Um, Darren does try to have sex with every single right person on, on this show. <laughs> I say try to have sex. I would say strongly flirt. With. <laughs> flirting's great. <laughs> yeah, flirting is fun. Yeah, flirting is awesome. Fun. We need to bring flirting back. Yes. Everyone's scared to flirt too because I mean, they're not sure whether or not they're crossing boundaries. It's human nature to I flirt. Know. It's it really is human nature to be attracted to another person. Gender is just another layer of that attraction. Absolutely. And we, we are so like insanely in these identity politics today that if you out, go outside of this identity, you are not part of that community. And that is something I used to be a lesbian. Right. I was a lesbian for most of my life. And so that said, I understand this idea that you can't date a man. There's a real weird thing in the lesbian community about oh, even yeah. being attracted to a man or wanting to have sex even with a Even Liz, penis. I, bisexual. You have oh, no God, idea. Well, and what was, I was kind of scared. It was actually not really until my wife was like, it's okay that you're bi. Like right. I'm, we're fine but here. So many people. But I had all this like weird. Like, I went through all these years of being so scared how attracted I was to women. Mm-hmm. Like actually, really scared. And we've talked about like my first encounter, which was like buck wild, buck wild, awesome. which I love. <laughs> I, I do say buck wild all the time. <laughs> right, right on. Um, which you should too. So, and and I was just felt really shameful and scared, and I I only sexualized women because I never thought I could be in a relationship with a woman. So then I fucking went through all that. Then I started dating women. And then the second I would be like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I like to have sex with men and I, I love the energy of a man sometimes. It, all of a sudden I wasn't good enough or you're just going to leave every woman you're with or blah, blah. And it's just like, God, 
fucking damn it, you guys. It's okay to like people. But you know why I think, well, my, my, my opinion is the reason that happens is a lot of insecurity. Yeah. yeah. Women in general, there's, I mean, come on, growing up as females is difficult. Yeah. There's a lot of other things that are happening. And I know that as a man now, and it's why I'm a hardcore feminist and why I actually fight for gendered spaces. I'm all about gender spaces, meaning that women should have their space and men should not be in there. That is right. totally messed up that we think that just people can, like this whole idea that everything needs to be inclusive. That is impossible and that actually will fuck shit up. Yeah. Inclusivity isn't real. You yeah. can't invite everyone into a space. Women need a women-only space. Men need a men-only space. I know now from being both genders. Yeah, yeah you see both sides. I totally see both sides. And that's the thing is now we have this argument are trans women, women. Of course they are. But let's take it a step further. The thing that people are arguing and the thing that lesbian women are arguing is that some of these trans women are not making an effort to transition like how I transition, to look like a man. Okay. This is the problem, I think, okay. for what we're talking about. There are people who, it's called self-IDing. So basically anyone can self-ID as a lesbian right now. Sure. I could self-ID as a lesbian. Right. Now, if I came into a lesbian space, clearly I'm on some level fucking that energy up. I look like a man. Yes. I act like a man. But let's just say I say I'm a lesbian. Does that actually enable me to come into your space? Yeah, I don't think the label justifies. Thank you. If I look yeah. at you, I would Thank be you. like, he's not, he's not a lesbian. lesbian. As a general, like, <laughs> right. objective view. Right. Now, but hold on. Really right. quickly, let yeah. me stop you. You and I get told we don't look like lesbians all the time. But, but I think what I'm saying gender-wise. You're saying gender. gender. Okay, sorry, Pe I just want to no, stop. No, no, that, yeah. that's a great point. But what I think people yeah. need, that's the thing I know because of living female and living male physically, how people see me now. No one ever says she to me because I look like a dude. Right, right. But when I looked like a woman, people would always call me she, even though I'm like, I'm not only a man, I'm really a man. So I get misgendering. Yeah. And I get this idea. Women, le cisgender lesbian women are saying this. Right. You can be a trans woman, no doubt you can and you can be. But what we fear, and this is what I'm hearing, is that we think men are self-IDing as lesbian, which they are, to get into female space, which is not Very comfortable for these gay women because they want to be around femininity. Now, I'm not saying masculinity isn't feminine. Of course it is. Sure. But the actual physical thing that they see is what they are talking about. Interesting. There are men saying they're lesbians who are not going through the actual physical process of transitioning like I did. Right, and that's a problem. That's for exactly them. the problem yeah. for them. They're saying, and no one wants to have that conversation. They're just saying, if you say if you say trans women aren't allowed on lesbian spaces, you're transphobic. I'm like, it's a bigger conversation than that. Yeah, right. It's not black, black and, and white. white. Exactly. Like anything that we want to discuss. So instead of so every lesbian woman now who says trans women specifically are not allowed in space are turfs. Right? Right, right. Mm. And Which is also wrong because yeah. you cannot claim that everyone, they're saying I'm a turf because I have this conversation. I'm trans. I can't be a turf. Yeah, that's impossible. That's yeah, not it's possible. not literally yeah. not possible. I can't say I don't believe certain people can, should be able to self ID. If everyone just self ID does this, the whole world would be fucked up. Yeah, well, then it would, and it would lose its meaning. <laughs> that no, would, and exactly, it, it, it would it lose have its structure meaning. in society. If I can say I'm a gay man, then it means literally nothing. But you right know on. what's the opposite? Right on. But it is interesting because a lot of these young Kid. Like, I recently met someone that physically, I suppose, looked like Darren and I. Pretty fem. I don't know. What do you call yourself? A chapstick? chapstick lesbian. Right on. That's that? so badass. That's like <laughs> so ridiculous. Where did you come Did you come up with that? I came up with that. Yeah. It's brilliant. Someone's brilliant. like, you're a lipstick. I'm like, no, I'm not, dude. I'm chapstick. Well, can, yeah. I be a, can I be a nail polish lesbian? Then? You're, you can. you're a lipstick femme. Like, okay. You're right, more right. femme than me, for sure. Right. Okay. Forwardly. Projecting, I would yes, think. I don't I know think about so. like inner. 
But I have big dick energy, and you know that. Right on. And you yeah. don't have big dick energy. I do you have some big dick you energy. You do, but you're oh, like, no, you're like does, daintier. You <laughs> like, I top from the bottom. Yeah, right on. Let me tell you. you. Let me fucking tell I'm you. Scared I'm scared of you. you. So anyway, I, yeah, you should be. No, Buck, okay. Buck is scared of Liz Cully, and I will love this already. <laughs> With all my so snacks good. in my purse, like yeah. a right fucking on. mom. Um, no, but I met someone that outwardly appeared to be feminine um, and a woman. Um, however, they asked to be identified as he mm-hmm. and him. And I was like, cool. Does that bother me? Absolutely not. Does work like does somebody asking me to gender that whatever? Like to me, fine. What whatever makes you happy is fine. But it was interesting. And as we have this conversation, because I'm like, wow. And I asked, I said, oh, Mm -hmm. you know, is transitioning something that you're thinking about? No, absolutely not. But like, this is what I feel comfortable with right now. And I think kids these days are playing with gendering themselves. And that's how I felt with this person. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting. And again, you know, I think when we talk about people who have these huge issues with our community, Mm -hmm. all of us in every way, I always ask the question, why? Like, why does what the fuck does it matter to you? And right. so it didn't matter with this person, but it's interesting how we discuss this because had this person gone into, let's just say, a gay male space or a male space, mm-hmm. I don't know I'm if sure the men been, there, I don't know how they, they would have received that person. I, and that's really interesting too. Yeah. And like, do, I don't know. The whole, it's Well, fast, there's a difference, I think, between how people perceive you and maybe how you perceive yourself. Exactly. And I yeah. think that's okay. Yeah. My problem with something like that is if it's a, forward-facing females woman seems like a woman or would identify as a woman and you say she and they say no I identify as you know a man I want to be called he if you said she and they got offended that's what I have a problem with of course because yeah. to me it takes a little time you can be called Zaboomba if you want to be called <laughs> right. that I have absolutely no problem yeah. everyone deserves yeah. to be called whatever they feel comfortable with my problem is that the first step is always, well, fuck you, because That's you didn't right. know that I would be identifying as a he. It's yeah, like, 100%. How the, we have to take the signals that we see in society by nature. Like, you know, 100%. Like, that's how we fuck. I don't Listen, know. I never knew you right. a day ago. Yeah, that's how right. the fuck would you know that, I, you know, unless you like looked me up, that I want to be called she or identified that's as a right. lesbian? But of course, I look like a female. I look like a woman. That's right. You're going to say she, and I, that's okay. Has anyone said anything to you that you've ever been like, flat out offended by like or I did well uh, yeah people have to understand I was misgendered I transitioned from a woman <laughs> to a man 25 years ago oh, here I, in I, Los was, I was gonna ask everybody. you when... and so I'm not saying I'm the king of the trannies I'm not but what they need to understand is I'm an elder in this community and I went through hell to get where I'm at and I understand yeah, many things yeah. that these children are going through misgendering happened to me all the time I was a butch woman right. people would call me she I'm like I'm a he I would get all angry about it then as I get old as you get I did older, love the modeling shots can we just pause for a second? I think you need to just pause for just a little wee bit here. Were you like a model when you were- I was an actual real model. Me too, by the way. Right on. Oh, God. Shut up, Liz. Yes, I'm about you. Um, Okay, so you were modeling in Los Angeles. So long story short, I was actually really discovered. Like literally like in the late 80s, I was one of the very first androgynous models. I was like at the forefront of the whole androgyny movement. How old are you at this point? 27, which is old for a model. That's old for a model. I, but I see how I, I looked young for my age. You also look very young 
I'm right 57. Now. Oh, I could say 43. Right I literally on. was going to say the same. <laughs> but you know, I always had a very youthful look and I was very androgynous was a thing. Like it was just starting. And so I really looked like a little boy and people were like obsessed with me and totally. it just became that thing. And elite, I was with elite and they just wow. like, took me to Europe and I was a mess though. I was coked out of my brains. I yeah. was drinking like a madman because I wanted to be a dude and no one understood. But I was like cocaine and drugs were everywhere. As you know, that industry is totally crazy. When did, oh, it's also, by the way, crazy. everyone crazy. still does coke. Oh, I just, God. Found this Hold out. I went to New York. Does coke. I went to New York. Everyone, you lit- can get it right there. I don't. I, I got don't. it in my pocket. Just kidding. Just kidding. Right. Darren's like, JK, JK. Like, all right, line for you. Line for you. I do not know. Also, I, I think just, everyone in this room can agree you. that I should never do cocaine. Don't no, ever do cocaine. No, I've done it, but I should Ugh. never do it again. It's, it's not for me. I don't. I don't recommend starting now. Well, look at my personality. Time now. You passed your prime, sweetie. I'm curious, just terms of your background growing up you identified as a woman a butch Uh lesbian yep yep. um when in your mind did you say i want to transition or did you always know did you feel that you were born in the wrong body i always felt like a little dude i mean my parents even raised me as buck that's why i had a great childhood i didn't have a fucked up childhood it wasn't until puberty right until boobs started coming out and i got my period at 16 which is late Late for a period you were 16 16 and then i got i was this is how immature dick energy totally i was pushing that shit out (laughs) i'm like that is not coming out of my like please Oh I'm literally playing football with 14-year-old boys. That's how I was a 16-year-old girl playing with 14-year-old boys. Because my mentality was just so immature at that age. I, did, I wanted to be a boy. But th- right. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. And people didn't talk about what we're talking right. about. They just thought I was going to be like a les, right? That, that was what you talked about. Yeah, Butch Dyke. Whatever. Butch Dyke, totally. Right. But, and then I remember throwing the football and wetness between my legs. And I had never even, my parents never talked about my period. And they never, my mom never gave Do me you have sex siblings? talk. I have two. Old, uh, older sister and a younger sister and I ran Wait, in the house and I'm like mom literally and they didn't your no, sister no, but nobody spoke to me about it's being a, a girl time. yeah it's and they did it exactly but and they then knew blood they came out and I was like mom I'm I'm dying and she goes oh you're just menstruating and I'm like what is that and she goes you're becoming a woman and that was it she said I'm becoming a woman and that was the beginning of the end for me because I knew right now, what? You I didn't, didn't want to re- become that. No. And it was horrifying. I couldn't talk to anybody. That's when I used to cut myself. I was oh, drinking. I drank alcohol from that moment on. Because the trans community back then was... There was none. Underground to underground yep. to underground. Underground. Like, I mean, we had Christine Jorgensen in the right. 50s who came out. Yeah. And then Renee Richards, both male to females. There was no transgender men anywhere. Right. Anywhere. I was one of the very first visible trans men after my transition 25 years ago, which still is even like a big you thing. It's It became so rapid thing in the last five years. Yeah. I'm like, kind of like, what's happening? I well, know. It is interesting. Do you think that's a Caitlyn Jenner move? Like, do you think that she... It's a difficult conversation in the one I have. anything for the trans community in your opinion? I love Caitlyn Jenner. I don't care what anybody says about her. Yeah, she voted for Trump. That's her dumb political that's bullshit. A, that's I don't care. Everyone's allowed to have the, their, their spot. I'm that guy. I don't. I might not agree with you if you vote for Trump. I'm not going to agree with you, but yeah. it doesn't mean I'm not your friend. That's I, ridiculous yeah. behavior. I don't think it everyone is, that voted for Trump is an idiot. They I are not, that. actually. I hate, I hate it, too. We need to have a conversation. We do, actually. You know, in my family, it, like, actually, so my, both my parents voted for Trump. They have two. So did mine. They have two gay kids. Yep. And, like, that's okay. It's Like, gay gay marriage as a gay person isn't my number one issue. Thank you. Now, I don't think that gays (laughs) don't deserve to be married. Of course. But if it comes down to, like, immigration and economy for gay marriage. Yes. I I think that immigration and economy affect 100% of people. Oh, my God. Whereas gay marriage only affects a certain population. Not saying that people don't deserve to be married, but 
like and oh, I by can the way, so like, get down with someone saying like I care yeah. more about what's in my wallet right now than whether yeah. or not I can get married. That's right a respectable opinion to have. Logic. I agree. It's logical. Logic. It's rational. And like that's why politics, especially like. I always have to remind people when everyone's like freaking out because I live yeah. in New York City. I live in a very liberal place. I'm mm-hmm. like, outside politics, life has never been fucking better for a gay goddamn woman. Right on. And I'm Real totally talk. fucking God. good with Real that. Talk. I'm so, it's so refreshing to sit around people who actually speak logical on some level. But because we don't. It takes a lot to do that, though. It, it, so people many will people not are, be logical with me at No, all. and people are yeah, scared to talk about it. And, oh, it's so, and, and it's so funny because it's like, if we all didn't have a little bit of a different opinion or whatever, the, the world would be boring what are we gonna, it wouldn't be Live in a dictatorship and be done with the whole thing, and don't have exactly, and don't have an opinion, and right, and right. But I will say, your parents voting for Trump is insane. I want to tell you, I will not abandon my parents because my parents stood by me, and my parents are. I'm here today because my parents came back to me after I transitioned, and I have the most amazing relationship with my parents. I'm so happy that was extremely important to me. Family is important to me. That said, yeah, my parents fucking vote for Trump. Gross. It's disgusting. We we get into fights all the time, but I show up to actually educate them because if I bail how are they going to learn I know, that people and like me I know. are here I go do you know who your son is <laughs> I have right. to tell them that do you know who I am and what I do in the world and you're voting for Trump and they're like wow but my parents are voting they're 80 they vote so are mine yes they I, vote. my it's, parents it's are it's your about, age it's about money it's fiscal same as mine it's fiscal it has nothing yeah. to do with That's our rights my dad isn't even yeah. from America oh, there like, you go he doesn't even like go. my mom also and it's so funny I mean we joke about my mom a lot she's literally Joan Crawford just she's <laughs> No, 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 like no wire hangers. Like, no way. Martinis starting in that the afternoon. That is badass. It's no wire insane. It's insane. But my mom actually had a trans friend when I was growing up. Yeah. And her name was Blair. Wow. And my mom would always just say, you know, Blair um, is very, t- very, very strong. That's a hot name. That's, it is a hot And name. I remember name. Blair and I remember being a kid. And, you know, again, like, I don't know what her hormone situation sure. was like. But I was like, huh. You know, when you're a kid, you're like. All right, you're like somebody I haven't seen before, but you move on and like because most your of- mom was so cool about it. She didn't exactly. make a weird I shit had about ga- it. Listen, yeah. my my cousin who passed away was the mm-hmm. Studio 54 photographer. Wow, I grew up. I went to more gay funerals for people dying of HIV. My mother took me to those. Tran fu- Francisco is really what Tran it should Francisco. Be. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. So and I want to circle back because you know you brought up Caitlyn Jenner and then we went on this like whole, right. whole political yeah. rant. But yeah. like, so are. Are you friendly with so, her? Uh, so or? Caitlin to me is a hero. I agree. It takes a lot of balls for lack of a better expression yeah. Yeah. to put your ass yeah. out there in the middle of the world and say, I'm becoming a woman and I used to be Bruce Jenner. I Come know. on, people give Decathlon that woman. Decathlon Olympian. She didn't never had to do that. You know that. She could have gone to Paris and moved in some beautiful space she really and could never, have. ever, totally. ever been public. But she chose to be public in order to help our people. And all our people see is, you're a Republican, you're I know. a piece of shit. Right. But do you know how much money she gives the trans community? Oh, lot millions upon really? millions she i didn't know talk, that because she doesn't talk about it because she doesn't need to talk about it right she doesn't she's not here to be famous she's here because she's transgender and she needs to have the support of her community and it breaks my heart when people talk shit about her or say because it's all bullshit stuff it's all opinions yeah it's right. not factual right. factual being that woman transitioned to the world In which enabled millions enabled no, like, people like my parents world. to see it who are huge fans of bruce jenner and be like holy shit yeah but then go wow and have some compassion and empathy for her on some level, my parents do. So that changes the way people look at us. And well, probably, I mean, I, oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I think for someone who identifies as a lesbian, just in the gay community, you know, people accept, like, being gay is boring now, and thank fucking God yeah, for it. I know, yeah, right it's on. really boring. You know, right like, on. more people were just like, yep. oh, Liz, you're bi? Like, mm-hmm. you're perfectly 
quote unquote normal person. You're not going out there fucking <laughs> right. people left and right. Like you're a successful no, I'm person. Definitely not. This is the ideal. <laughs> this is the ideal. This is what a gay person could look like. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. I you know, so sort of the same happened thing with weed. You know where it's right. like, oh, a successful person smokes weed. There you go. Maybe weed isn't like reefer madness isn't oh happening. Oh my god, it's a whole other discussion. Well, a, yeah. But like I'm just saying, like the more people that came out in whatever way you're doing yes. it makes it normalized. And I think that Caitlyn Jenner was the first major public she figure was. to start as a public figure yes. as one way but yes. also and transitioned like, in another. But right. also was the pinnacle of, quote, masculinity. Yes. A fucking Olympian. Brilliant. And, and it was so... Yes. Oh, it is insane. And I remember when, you know, and I don't really, like, I never watched the Kardashian show, uh-huh. so I yeah. think... It's just not for me. me not either. that there's anything wrong with I'm it. I'm a secret Kardashian. Just kidding. Are you? <laughs> oh my God, I'm I died. Kidding. You're, you're like never... the fifth sister. Yeah. I'm all the shows yeah. coming on. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, but I just, I remember when, you know, she kind of publicly confirmed that mm. she was transitioning. Mm. And I, Darren's going to laugh, but I totally cried. I was in the car listening to the Aww. radio. No, she laughs because I just cry all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and so I. I was yeah. just like, holy fucking shit. It's a really big deal. Yeah, yeah it's a big like deal. Like you were, and also not only were you the pinnacle of masculinity, but you were a fucking Olympian. It's amazing. It I does. think it's amazing. It takes big balls. It, it does I, take and, big and balls. And actually, Caitlyn would laugh at that. She's cool like that. She is cool. She doesn't take herself like Where did you guys meet or how Oh, did I know her from, because I'm in the community, you know yeah. what right. I mean? So I'm around all of the people that, you know, that I'm not great friends with her. I've just met her in, uh, in, in an arena. But I just respect her. And I always say that because people always ask me that question. I just respect her as a sister in my community sure. and somebody who really puts themselves right. out there as an activist. And that to me, whether or not I agree with her on levels of whatever her thought process is it doesn't matter right you're just I looking look, at it from this point exactly of view. This one we thing. don't have to agree me and you and I'll, yeah we don't have we've had that discussion we right. don't and it's very important that people under, in my community we have a younger generation of people trans people who are making us speak a certain language and have an agenda if that makes sense okay that if you do not follow the way we're supposed to speak and if you do not follow this way of being you are not part of this community and i'm like wait a minute that's not a community. That's a cult. Yeah, that right. is. That's wow, cult that's behavior. True. How is your porn star? Yeah, right. Like uh-huh. very famous one. How is this? How is society and how they, in general, see you know trans people yeah. in general? Yeah. Reflected in in real life versus in porn. Is it more accepted right. in porn? Is it weirder in porn? What's the? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question. Actually, how is it reflected? So, so I think now in the world, trans is everywhere, as you know. Yeah, it's right, like kind sure. of like a fad on some level. It's kind of like this thing. Yeah, and it's like very bizarre for me to see how fast it's growing. That said. Trans has been in porn for 20, 30 years. So totally. it's it's the number one. Trans women, besides gay porn, is the number one or two most selling porn. Above and beyond straight, gay, all of it. Gay, and they're like, they're like the same. I know really. lesbian, lesbian porn is, is like there. the number is one. I think it, because everyone, in the gay section, so yes. trans is right with it. Right. So trans is a huge selling. That's but a, hold on, you said trans female porn. Yeah, trans usually, female. Okay. So I created the genre of trans male porn 20 years ago. Wow. It never existed before me. I was the first trans male porn stars. And I created and that what, genre. I mean, I, I didn't even exist. I even want to take a step back. Like you modeled. Yeah, I started to try. I'm like, sorry guys, let's like roll back life. the tape a little You're bit. You went like, you went straight <laughs> at it, Darren. You're like, okay, porn. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Totally. I'm not. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> That's so how porn should be right. Straight right on. Porn, totally. Dude. I know. Just right. Go full fucking throttle or don't do it at all. Wasting time. I know. Well, so okay, you were modeling. Then you started. 
to transition. Well, I was modeling, and then I wasn't showing up to my castings in, in London and, and everything. And I was literally about to become a supermodel. Like, seriously. They were, like, sending me to Paris. I, I used to get fucked up and drunk and all that, and I had black eyes, and I would get into fights. And I was, and this is in London. I was living and That's working. Crazy. I was insane. And then I didn't show up for the Paris gig. They were like, you're done. We're out of it. So they sent me back to L.A., and I literally was homeless. I, my family had disowned me. I had no friends. Nobody would let me sleep on their couch. I lived literally in the West Hollywood Park. Did your family right disown you because you wanted to transition? Or what? Nope, because I was a drug addict, crackhead. I, I started smoking crack, and I called them for 100 bucks for a phone bill. They caught on. Sure. It's called tough love, right? Yeah. Of course, at the time, you're like, fuck you. They don't but want to enable you. They saved my life. They, yeah. they yeah. saved my life on some. I lived here and prostituted on the street for about a month in order for me to get back on my feet. I had nothing. And then I had a bad experience with a guy. He almost killed me. And then that's when I just got out of it. I got sober. And I've been sober. Sober. I use cannabis, but I'm sober from drugs and alcohol for 30 years. You're wow. LA sober. I'm LA sober. Yeah, yeah we were no, talking cannab- about- I own a cannabis company. I started my Do own cannabis. Yeah, Amazing. I'm, a- I'm the first LGBT-focused cannabis What's company. What's the company called? Pride Wellness. And see how we have gay weed. I created gay weed. I didn't even see what you're saying. So I we give money back to the LGBT center every year to the senior services center from my weed company. Oh my God, I love so it. I'm all about creating We're community. super cannabis a, friendly. Oh God, I should have brought products. You should. Oh, I'll send you so all kinds of products. Because we actually we there. actually got gifted yesterday. Right we on. won't name the brand because they should give us some No, no, no. It. Don't name the brand. Give, they got to give you shit. It was insane. <laughs> but yeah, both of us have, yeah. I've, I've actually been a huge proponent of CBD for almost Oh my God, you got to create all CBD products. Oh yeah, First CBD boner drink. It's called the Buckshot. It's an actual oh erection God. drink. That's amazing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I I mean, you guys are gonna love I mean, it. Listen, but I don't. I don't have the we... ability to have a boner, but I want. Yeah, a you do. It gives, it gives lady boners. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm, so I need it. Yes. That, I'll take it. I, know, Although I, I need whatever I constantly need. have a lady boner, so maybe I don't need oh it. Oh, my right God. On. Karen, Jesus <laughs> right Christ. On. Okay, so you get sober, and then yeah. was yeah. it hard to get hormones? Or, so or to yeah. stop her? So, yeah. Here I am with, you guys remember, there was no cell phones back when I transitioned. There wasn't even the internet. There was nothing. And I went to a woman therapist, a gay-identified woman therapist, and I sat there for months before I told her, finally, I feel like a man because nobody would listen to me. Everybody yeah. kept saying, you're a butch woman, right. which is fine. That that could have been possible, but I wasn't. I was really a man. And that said, eventually I went to a different light bookstore here. It doesn't yeah. Yeah, yeah. anymore. And I found a pamphlet because there was no internet. And it was said... It said transgender resource guide for men to women. There was nothing for women to men. And I found a hormone doctor that said, I've never worked with a man. Like I called him and I said, I'm a woman who wants to be a man. And he said, I've never worked with a woman becoming a man. I've only worked with men becoming women. So you will actually be my guinea pig. Are you okay with that? Basically, are you my experiment? So it worked out. It was insane. I, I didn't know what to do. I said, yeah, because my mantra was, if it doesn't work out, I'll just kill myself. That was oh, always God. what I said, if it doesn't work out. Because I didn't know I was going to look like. There was no pictures. There was no right. information. I was literally right. the first. And they were just like shoving needles in me and figuring it out until eventually it happened. And same with my top surgery. There was nobody here to take my breasts off. I went to a bunch of surgeons and they were like, that's freaky and weird, and that's right. really we're not going to do that, and that's of totally course, disgusting. Because and they, I'm like, yeah, yeah they did not want to cut my tits off because at all. a boob reduction, which yes. isn't what it is, but it's like kind of the same. It's, it's the same, same thing. It's, same it's a thing. boob reduction. Well, yeah, that's like, all if it one is. of us wanted a boob reduction, no one would blink twice. No I mean, think, I don't exactly. have boobs, so we, it would be think, weird. Yeah. But if I did, no one would even think. No one would think twice. But I didn't. I had very small boobs, but they did not want it because I was having a sex change. Of course, and they were freaked out. And I found a doctor at UCLA, and he said, "I brought." 
this surgery back from Belgium called the keyhole incision, which is now a really regular surgery. Yeah. And I was the first one to have that here. And he, he said, but I've never done it before. So I'm basically going to experiment on you. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I was basically really my sex change is an experiment. And how are you making money? Like, were you working or yeah. how are so you? So I worked at a, at a store called Maxfield, you know, Maxfield. Uh, yeah. so I was the warehouse fucking manager and they, and I went to Tommy Purse, the owner of the shop. Yeah. Who, me and him were like best friends. He loved me because I was like a little dyke and like, he just totally was so cool with me. And he said, I said, Tommy, I'm going to have a sex change. And he goes, okay, that's fine with me. Just stay in the back. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I did. I literally, that's how I paid for my, my transition yeah. because they didn't have any kind of medical. No, stuff. that's why I asked I what you were with doing. my own money and my and own jobs. Curious yeah. about your transition. So you got top surgery, bottom surgery, question So then, mark? yeah, no, great question. So then of course the next step is to get a penis because that's what we're told in the world. Men have penises, women have vaginas. Sure. So I wanted a penis more than anything, right? Nope. Didn't, again, no internet, no research. Yeah, the right. stuff I saw saw disclaimer before I go on because people always take my shit out of context mm -hmm. this is not about me and bottom surgery for anybody else but me it's my story so right. people think I'm anti-bottom surgery no I'm not anyone should get whatever they want get a fucking this wing my, if you want I don't give a fuck fucked. what you do yeah. like this is my story I didn't get bottom surgery because it, first off it didn't really exist secondly it was not what I saw as a penis it was not nice looking and number three you don't get a boner you have to like literally put yeah. a stick down the middle do of it, it. Yeah. and four you lose your orgasm possibly say, yeah because Possibly. the clitoris like, is the most like stimulated, has the most nerves at right. any yeah. place in the body. That's and right. to lose that, you know, a lot of people, even with their top surgery, I've heard, don't want to lose the sensation in their that's nipples right. because they're very, very sensitive that's towards right. it. And that's a big thing. I mean, I mean, sexual, so, so, so that matters. They yeah. desexualize us a lot on some level yes. during surgeries and also in our own community, we desexualize ourselves. When people are saying shit like, don't be attracted to a trans man, that's fetishizing. That shit pisses me off because you should fetishize me because that's hot. That yeah. means you actually like me and you right. think I'm sexy. There's nothing wrong with that. But that said, there's a lot of desexualized feet and people everything. with one arm Water, and dicks. There's and nothing like wrong that. with that. It's yeah. like totally ridiculous it's sexy. behavior. So there was no penis that I preferred that would be something I wanted. So I really had to make that conscious choice of saying, okay, now I'm going to be a man with a vagina. And so it was really difficult. Actually, the only way I got attached to it was through masturbation. I started masturbating. I forced myself to masturbate. Yeah, I was just going to ask you how yeah. you feel about your vagina. I, today, it doesn't even feel like a... Today, it's my man... It's my man... Your man vagina. vagina. Yeah. It is. I don't have any issues with it. I'm completely, totally cool with it. Like, I travel the world and show it to the whole world. Like, right. I talk about it. I actually have a sculpture in a museum in Adelaide, a full, actual nude sculpture that the Museum of Adelaide just That's bought. what you were just yeah, doing? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How did you, for lack of a better word, transition into porn? So, so, well, so right. then what so happened was I was working at thank Maxfield. Thank you guys also for all, thank you for everyone just calming down and giving me the whole backstory <laughs> right before on. we jumped. Darren's favorite part. I'm trying to get porn. to like real conversation well, how do we get to the porn? Liz, whatever the fuck. Oh, I like to know the whole picture. No, yes. I get it because people do say, how did, how did you get into porn? Yeah. So I, I married a woman who was a, a dominatrix and we had an awesome relationship. And then, and then I started working with her and building websites. I start, taught myself how to build in HTML back in the day. That's wow. so right. I learned how to code and I didn't graduate high school. I have no formal education. I'm completely used to be called a dummy. That's why I put myself out there for the young generation. I was literally 
uh, not a high school graduate, and now I'm a very successful man in this yeah, world absolutely. because I learned because I became myself. That's what people need to see above and beyond anything I do in this world is that becoming authentically yourself, whether it's your sexuality, your gender, can actually be, you can become a successful person in the world. I was not successful because I was not happy with myself. Right, that yeah, can be your sexuality. Right. That can be anything. It's totally mental. A hundred percent. And now I can. I nothing can stop me. Seriously, nothing can stop yeah. me. I feel so powerful in this space that I'm in because I feel myself. Yeah. And that is such a powerful space to be in. So when I'm working with my dominatrix wife at the time and learning how to make movies and websites. Were you a submissive? No way. I was, I was, like, I was so learning to be the best top by being like, a submissive. Okay. That's the way you learn to be the best oh, top. Top it's of like the bottom. A power bottom. <laughs> Not a power bottom. I'm total top, but I do get... I do get penetrated. And so what I try to tell people is being penetrated is not a bottom space. I'm being right. serviced as a top. Yeah. And so I like being penetrated as a man. But people totally. are like, that, you're a bottom. I'm like, look at me. I'm f first off, not a bottom. Not you're that it's a bad like a thing. Top. No, but you <laughs> yeah. look like not a top. Like a bad you have thing, big dick energy. But like people need to it. understand what that really means, top and bottom. And if you choose as a top to get penetrated, which many top men do, like there's this shaming you get. Like, like as if being a bottom is a bad thing, right? Or being right. penetrated is weak. And that's what I'm trying to change. It's, it's not weak if you get penetrated. It's, it's good and it feels yeah. nice. Well, and, and for me, I've always thought of like, if you take a, well, any, I'm just using a heterosexual couple as just an yeah. easy example. If you have a girl who's like going down on a guy, yeah. giving him a blowjob, I think that a lot of people, from what I know, look at that as sort of like, you know, the guy's dominating her. No, you know, exactly. I think the female right yeah, on. She, the show. She's really, right on, yeah. my friend. she's got the fucking dick in her uh, mouth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, Love you. She's like, you might think that that's kind of <laughs> yeah. shady, but no, she no, can no, do no. whatever it's, the fuck she right. wants with it. I'm like, <laughs> she's the top. Yeah, she's and the that top. man is a literally a jelly. Yes, yeah. he's like he's whatever like, you need. The, you can get anything you want from the dude at this point. It's real. She knows what she's doing, no, she and does. I never understood that because I was like, no, right. man. If like if a girl's right. going down on me, they're owning me that's in that so way, right. in that space, and yes. I love that. Like yes. that's like being yeah. dominated. It's and giving I'm up. Cool with yes. that. Yes, totally. But I it's agree. not like people are like, oh, it's so like. I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe you just give him a blowjob or this and that. I'm like, wow. why? Like, you're wow. dominating. I agree. Is, and I also, totally it's agree. shaming people's stuff. And it's so stupid. It if is you, whatever so you want to do that makes you happy, well, just do it. Well, we live in it. a very, like, sex taboo culture oh, God, still. It's considering sickening. it's 20 fucking 20. No, I deal States. with it. I deal with it constantly all, all as time. a porn star. And I'm not even a porn star anymore. So I saw a I was going to say, I saw, I saw the internet porn. And what I saw was not me. Yeah. So you can see anything in internet porn. Google coffee porn. Google clown oh God, porn. Yeah. You can pretty much, there was no man with a pussy. There was no transsexual man 20 years ago. So I was like, ding. Literally, I went, ding. Creating they the called, niche. They called them ladies with dicks or chicks with dicks, right? Yeah. So I literally flipped it and I write, man with a pussy. And it literally, and my friend was next to me and he goes, I'll never forget. He goes to me, oh my God, dude. That is the most brilliant fucking idea. No You're going to change the world. And I was like, shut up, dude. It's porn. And I, I never knew that I would be like sitting in these spaces with you guys and like be this guy. I never was that my space. I wanted to create porn and become a millionaire porn mogul. Of course. But that didn't it, happen. But it, well, <laughs> but was it motivated from like, because it's interesting. I, I do have quite a few friends in porn uh -huh. and it, everybody's story is different as to why they started of porn. Um, you know, was it motivated be, because you were into that 
into the culture and you, you love to have sex or was it because you saw this opening and this opportunity to educate and to change the world or right. what was kind it's of kind your, of both okay. I didn't necessarily see the political side of it or that I was doing activist side of it I saw a, a, a niche that wasn't fair yeah. and that was more my business side I was gonna say fucking I creating, business because yeah. I already had business with my dominatrix wife who was one of the most famous dominatrixes I filmed her and we would sell homemade like custom videos 500 bucks a piece well and I was going to that post office with like 40 VHS. Okay, no shit. People, oh my people God. were buying 100%. that shit. VHS. And so we were banging in the money and it was so awesome. I'm like, that's when I had another idea. Well, there's this genre doesn't exist. I'm going to, but against so much pushback, you would not. Oh, the I The trans community hated me. The porn community hated me. Everybody hated me. It took me a lot. It took me three years to finally make a AVN award. And when that happened, like literally my whole, oh, thank- everything I'm, changed. You know, you mentioned earlier that when you were struggling and decided to, you know, you, you were on crack, you mm-hmm. did some sex work mm-hmm. down in LA when you were homeless yep. and you had a really bad experience with a guy who almost yep. killed you. Yep. Did that affect you wanting to get into porn? Were you scared? Did you see men... Before then, sort of as this, like, did you have a little PTSD from it at all? You know, no, because it was years before I did the porn from that. So that was before I transitioned, all that stuff. So it was probably about, like, maybe 10 years into my transition when I started my porn. No, actually, it wasn't that. It was literally four or five years into my transition. It was early. But Mm. I had no, it was weird. My transition enabled me to get rid of my PTSD and my triggers and all the things that I had because I realized my hate towards men was my envy towards men. It wasn't Mm. that I I wanted to be that. So for me wanting to be that, I reacted to it in an angry way where I was like anti-male and anti- but Sort I realized, of what we're dealing with today when people project their shit on you and you're like, yeah, are you? Do you just want to be me? That's like, exactly right. Do you just right. want to be out? Do you just want to be in porn? They're projecting on me when they Absolutely. say, oh, you pass. You have passing privilege. I go, bitch, I work my ass off. I go to the gym. I eat right. I'm yeah. 57. Like, I look like this because I make an effort to look like right. this. It is not. They think I have pri- this is privilege. I go, bitch, privilege. <laughs> I shoot needles in my ass every week. I'm yeah. like going, you know what I mean? It's not a privilege per se. I like really make an effort to look like this ugly fucking dude. <laughs> okay, first of all, you need to yeah, relax. Yeah, like that dude, not, you know what I mean? True. Like I make an effort. It's not a privilege. So this, so we have this in the in the community. Passing means yeah. you pass, right? Yeah. And then there's people who are not passing, and so we're supposed to be like feeling sorry because they don't pass. Dude, figure it out. You yeah. Know, you you might never pass. Are you going to make the whole world suffer because you might not pass? That's This is the part that I have a problem with. This victimization energy yeah. right. that we're giving not only the trans community, the gay community, the lesbian community, the bi community. We're all victimizing ourselves. And yep. if you learn to get out of that space and also live in the real world instead of in a bubble of the LGBT community, I, you will actually have a better life. I, li- I mean, literally. <laughs> I Well, no, because I, I mean, Amen. to be honest with you, like my brother, my other brother uh, I have a few um who I love who he came out when we were really really young he you know and we've had this conversation like whenever he would come to visit or wherever he goes he only kind of hangs out in gay spaces that has really changed for him um as he's gotten older but I think there was a time where he kind of just insulated himself in the gay community as you mentioned and it's like it's not the fucking real world I know and oh by the way like if we're all just like what does that do it's the same thing same over and over it's an echo chamber it is an echo chamber I have a problem sometimes with like LGBTQIA I have a big problem with that I'm like the more (laughs) letters we're adding to this the more separate I sort of feel 
Because like I, number one, like I am a gay cis woman, but I'm a human being. Yeah. And that's literally how I identify. And so for me, like I don't necessarily want to be in this bubble. Not that I feel like weird about being in the LGBTQIA fucking community, but it's kind of like, well, no, like you're separating me now. And what I see is like, I'm trying to fight to just be like everybody else. And I feel like that's the struggle, which is why for me, I've had... I, you know, my, my company did the gay pride parade and that was the first time I ever went, but for me, and I understand what it represents, but for me, I sort of am like, I really wish we didn't have to have a parade because, because like it makes me feel different and I don't want to feel different. I want to feel like I'm just like everybody else. Oh my God. Like, see if we, that's exactly the reason I transitioned. I didn't transition to be trans. Right. People are actually transitioning now to be trans. I don't get that. That's an identity. Yeah. That's an an identity. This is not an identity. This is actually my, I have actual medical condition. If I did not transition to be this man and live as a man, I would be dead. I would have killed myself. And that's what people need to understand. There's a difference between people like me. And it's why I call myself transsexual. And I do not call myself transgender because transgender today is an umbrella term, which is awesome and great and important. It's queer. It's queer. It's an umbrella term. And it's an identity. I did not transition to be transgender. These kids transition to be trans, femme, trans, masculine, trans, which is all great, non-binary, all of it that is not me I literally transitioned to a sex change I went from one binary I believe in the binary I believe that these things exist so I literally went from a woman to a man do you see the difference yeah I walk the world as a man I want to be part of the world I don't want to be in the LGBT only community I want to actually be a man walking the world yes that's the difference between a person like myself and a person of today where identity is more of identity politics, where me, please, just make me a man and everything is totally Yeah, I don't, I don't give a shit about anything else. Yeah, you're like, right. I'm good. Yeah, Interesting. Totally. Yeah, so I, that's also another problem with me and the community a lot. They don't like that I'm bringing back this word transsexual and, and sort of in some way uh, showing a difference because they right. want us all to be under this umbrella, which is dangerous. It is. Well, t- and it's interesting. It separates more than it separates does coalesce. Right on. That's the problem. Right on. I was reading your bio and going through it, and even though my wife it's funny she's like please don't talk about me on the podcast I'm like <laughs> I talk about you like, my wife Rachel my, <laughs> my wife my wife my wife she's like <laughs> right I fucking on. hate you but she's a big part of my life fuck it um, and I learn from her every yeah, day so right. why am I not gonna that's talk that's beautiful you know I what think. I mean yeah. so and it's funny because I think either on your wiki or somewhere mm-hmm. you do identify as a transsexual yes, person it's and it's important. funny because I said I'm like oh I wonder if that was intentional from mm. Buck or if somebody wrote, because, you know, people Great. can do your wiki. Right. And Rachel, That shit gets changed real fast. Though, oh, my God. My stuff up. gets fucked up. People uh, yeah. write crazy stuff oh, I'm online. Sure. And Ugh. Rachel actually was like, you know, he's from a different, like, generation right. in time. That's right. And I bet that that was intentional. Well, it's and partly it's that. Yeah, and I th- I'm teaching the kids too because no, there's a I lot like of kids yeah. suffering because they don't feel a part of this new transgender community. They're like trampa, you know, they call me trampa now because I'm like the oldest trans man out there, trans person out That's there, amazing. really. So I'm trampa to the kids. A That's, grandpa I, who's trans. I yeah, love it. Totally. It's a really actually honored space I'm in. Really, I feel very Can you be happy my trampa? to be here. I feel like yeah, we're too close I'm in everyone's age trampa. for you to be tra- my trampa. Well, no, you I also look trampa. like, yeah. <laughs> can't you be my like zaddy? I can be your daddy. Yeah, can't you be my daddy? Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I feel lots of feelings. I'm right sweating. I'm sweating. I, do, I do think it's interesting, though, that people would get on you about describing transsexual when all everyone it. is like, I just want to identify as a dinosaur mixed right. with a bird, there and I'm go. not this, and I'm like, right, you, you get to identify as that, but, but, me I trying, can't. but you can't say yeah. transsexual? That's Fuck you. That's the hypocrisy of this community. So, it's that's why I don't like hypoc- identity politics. That's why I don't get involved. I'm me like, either. whether you like it or not, go fuck yourself. I'm a man, a transsexual. You want Done. me to identify the way that you think That's right. people should identify, That's not right. the way that I do, and That's it right. isn't inclusive at all. It separates all of us, which is why all those fucking people are fighting right now. My God, I mean, that's, that's why amazing. I removed myself They're from it. They're turning on each They're other. They're turning on. That's yeah. why I walked away. I go, you guys yeah. are going to eat each other they up, are and Mike. Trampa's yeah. going to be right here. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'll be good. That's smoking right. My weed. No, um, I went straight into the cis- cisgender people. I hang out with cisgender yeah. people. All my lovers are cisgender people. I don't even really actually participate in the trans world at this point because I find it to be so goddamn toxic and nothing's going to happen except they're going to eat themselves alive. Yeah, they will. When did you, so you worked in porn, you started doing it after your my Did transition, you, your transition, yeah, and your yeah. relationship with yeah. your ex-wife uh-huh. yep. was a dominatrix, and mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Are you out of porn now? So, so what I did is I created the genre. I won a shit yeah. ton of awards. I did it, and then I started to be started to ask to be speaking at universities. Yes, of course. And then all of a sudden, I got to speak at this huge event in Toronto, which is like the first TED Talks, and then wow. that just catapulted my career. Like the man is like, "You're a natural speaker. This is what you got to do." And I was one of those people that are like, "What? I didn't even graduate high school." I, I can't do that. I was so freaked out to public speak. It was insane. And now it's just like natural for me to do it. It's kind of weird. But that literally changed my porn career into like a speaking career. Okay. So along with that. And when was that? That was like maybe about 10, maybe about 10 years ago. Okay. So I still was doing porn, but what was happening was I was being blocked to many universities because I was a porn star and because I was a pornographer, they immediately would not let me come to universities. It was insane. Like, no, I like, have a friend. What? Do you know? So do you know? Oh my God, it was crazy. It. Do you know Tasha Rain by any chance? Yes, of course. That's a, yeah, so, I spoke with her a couple of yeah. times. She's okay. a really oh, good right friend. Of, she's awesome. No, yeah, so Tasha's a really good friend of mine. She's brilliant, actually. Really fucking brilliant. She is brilliant. Um, we're very close friends. Yeah. She has a foundation where she goes to fraternities and talks about yep. consent. Because guess what? Who? What fraternity brother doesn't want to meet some hot porn star That's and right. learn about? And then she fucking tricks them and talks about consent. She's and awesome. And she's been doing it for years. I know, and she's great. She's fantastic. She's very important to the porn industry as well as to the to to women's rights. Yeah, she's she hundred percent. She's is. the wow. fucking. As a por- she's a porn. You have to understand, especially women porn stars, they get shit kicked as if they're nothing. They're whores. Yeah. They're shitty. Yeah. There's so many intelligent, like PhD also, wearing no, women is, in porn. And I've 100%. also, yeah. I've also been in the car with her when she negotiated a deal over dick size and, right I, and I in my business all I do is negotiate <laughs> and it was like the fucking coolest thing I've ever heard or She's seen great. so then okay so you kind of whittled down the porn so that you could be speaking more I did or? that because I knew there's always an into porn yeah there yeah. is there's just an into porn and I wasn't making a million dollars I never made a million dollars is elderly porn a thing well it is actually. yeah it actually is. It totally are you kidding is. me it's a huge genre of oh porn. so MILF is an old right that I know mothers yeah. and you now there's gilfs you know, and then there's well, you know what's kind of fucked I up about it. the MILF I thing, though? So is much. that one <laughs> of my it. favorite famous porn stars, um, all she does is MILF porn. I actually right saw on. her in real life with my other favorite porn star. How old do you have to the, be to be a MILF? Hold on, just wait. At the Renaissance like Fair, oh. and I almost like 
actually shed myself. Oh, I like I messaged Tasha and I'm like, I'm why the, the fuck are you with a Renaissance? Rachel made there? me go. I hated it. It's it was very Les. It, no, I hated it. I, I complained mean, the entire it. time. Here we are, like not judging anyone. We're like Renaissance, know, Renaissance Fair. Renaissance. No, no, listen, like, I hated it. I yeah, hated it. Me and Buck got to step out. It was the worst thing. People were eating like turkey legs. It was like so off. Like, look at me. I basically look like a fucking like Stepford wife. It was larping. So no, I just complained the entire time. But I saw Sherry Deville, who's like legit, like one of my most favorite because she always looks like she's enjoying having sex. Right on. But she is a MILF porn star. And I looked it up. She's my age. Right. That's a MILF. Yep. That's That's fair. I'm 31. And that's scary that I could be like a fucking MILF. MILF. You are totally. Because if you're not 18, you're a a fucking MILF. Okay. So then there's always an in. When was the last porn film you made? So now what I do is I do a porn film a year. And specifically if it hasn't been done. And that's also to keep myself relevant in the porn industry because I went from making porn to making products. So now I created the world's first transgender male sex toy. Didn't exist before. Is it of you? So it's called the Buck Off. And the Buck Off is basically a stroker. So you know how men stick their penis in a stroker and sort of stroke like this? So what happens with transgender men like me is is our clitorises grow to the size of about my thumb because of the testosterone. Okay. So your clit is actually a penis. Yeah, right? no, right. Yeah, you know all the yeah, other yeah. I actually took a very nonsense. fascinating yeah. intersexed uh, No, it's a real thing. Yeah, right was, on. Yeah, no, I'm like... So my clitoris became my penis and it grows... So a lot of men like me don't want to touch their vaginas. Of course, they're men. They, they're really weirded out by their... But I'm like, you're missing out on sex, which will take you to the next level of your transition. So I created the buck off so it slips over top of the clitoris and you pump it like this so you're jacking off like a man and then you actually have an orgasm because the inside of it sucks your sucks on your clitoris that's tight and it literally became one of the fastest selling sex toys out there and it didn't exist so forbes wrote about it so it goes so so yeah it goes over the clitoris and so now the men stroke like a man and they have orgasms and i I literally these guys write me oh my god dude i never had an orgasm i'm 28 years old (gasps) what and you changed my life and it's probably also the feeling that like even the imaginary like stroking of exactly. that helps yeah, it's a the lot. Mental. That's and that's what probably makes gender them dysphoria. It's yes, genital gender. dysphoria. So that's why this is not a sex toy. It's an actual gender or genital affirming toy. Yeah. So what I did is I created wellness products. See, I already learned from my porn <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> oh god, that was so. It was the coffee. I, I already right. learned from my porn stuff. Create wellness. Create yeah. wellness because yeah. people don't see it as sex. Well, you have they pride as wellness, well. which is it's I created all about a wellness. cannabis wellness company. I created everything that takes you out of this this stigma of cannabis, right? So I created a wellness cannabis company. Right. Porn. I created a sexual wellness company. So yeah. what I did is Brilliant. I market now to wellness because it is wellness. I'm creating this space for our community in order to have sex right. and to use cannabis. Those two things together are huge. They can enable people to have sex without having all that dysphoric feeling in their head. Cannabis can be the best lubricant. It's the best thing. It's a yeah. very thank you for saying that I believe it's, it's an aphrodisiac well, it also, totally is and actually a, a good friend of mine makes a product um it's called well love wellness cream oh yeah a cbd uh, uh, yeah well lube. it's um uh ohm edibles is her brand. okay yeah it's oh that's great Maya, i know she's yeah i know they are yes she just made this product yes where it is lube but then also you can dip at your tampon in it right on and, because you can put it in and it helps with cramps it does help with cramps i create that i actually too. have amazing. a friend who made i want to say it's t- maybe it's like a comp maybe it's like a uh-huh. one thc one cbd uh-huh. that's a great suppositories blend. my one of my gay guy friends is trying to learn to be a little bit more verse because right. his boyfriend is a little bit more verse and he's only ever topped but right. he wants to be verse for his boyfriend oh, that's nice. but it's it's hard to 
get into that, oh, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. And so his friend created these like. It so- hurts. I tried it one time. It, does I did, it didn't even happen. <laughs> I, I wish. And I, I hope for me, it's an out hole. But like, God bless for everyone I'm just else. Saying, right I'm just being honest. God bless. Like, right holy but God. he created these like suppositories, like homemade suppositories, yeah. which kind of look like, um, like like wax almost. Yep. And you insert it, and you can feel the THC. That's right. But it helps to just open it up and yeah. open up. And he yep. was showing me them, and I was like. God damn, I'm so happy to live in 2020. I like, know. Hey, it's fucking true. men. Because like, what were dildos like in the 18 fucking hundreds? Right. I right. don't want to know. I think like, they were no. sticks. Yeah, yeah. No, right, exactly. <laughs> I think it was just like a really it was gross, large actually. I think that actually, I saw uh, trans men were back in the day where women would dress like men, right? Yeah. But yeah. I think they were kind of trans men, really. But they would make dildos out of like pig skin and you saw the stitching on the side and they would wear that as their penis and they would actually have sex with their lovers and they didn't know that these were like trans I've read so many amazing stories about butch women like pretending they're men with these see we'll go through anything to have sex it's totally of course yeah and back in the day you couldn't really be a les so you had to be like a man right so they they might have been gay women but they couldn't be gay women so they had to act like men you should see a portrait of a woman on fire oh yeah yeah. yeah. I asked my mom I go how much lesbian shit is in there because this is what I care about she's like there's kissing. <laughs> is she joking? I was like, okay. Wait, like, your your mom said there was just. She's like, there's light touching and kissing. Light she touching. Said. Yo, that shit That's was like less. borderline <laughs> porn. Light touching and really? kissing. Really? It's beautiful. Oh, I'm gonna I see really it. I haven't seen it. Oh, I yeah. Okay, wait. So yeah. I'm, I'm keeping us on track because okay, well, I have yeah. a question okay, here for a hundred hours. Okay, I have a good question. Go up, that I just want to know that you think is good. That I think is good. That I know is good because I'm very smart. Um, you said that you're always trying to sort of you know do new things in porn to keep yourself relevant. You do one porn a year. Yeah. Is there anything you won't do? Um, unsafe sex. So every film I shoot has to have condom only. I only Can I just take a moment so of that silence really upsets and say, a lot of people. hey, everyone that's listening out there that's a young person, Thank you. can you please start using condoms? Thank because you. nobody's fucking using condoms. Nobody. Because, Guys, you've got, <sighs> because the, you know why? Because they didn't fucking go right. to goddamn funerals like I did. That's and right. they didn't see people die. No, you're that's right. why. That's they also have PrEP right. now. <laughs> that's why. Prep. Because of PrEP, which is literally a miracle drug. It is a miracle drug. It is a miracle drug. drug. I do, I do. Every gay yes. guy I know takes it. Uh, you have to. You have, you have to. Have to. Yeah. I mean, and, f- and females should take it. It's not of just course. strictly it's not. homosexual Trans men. men too. I, I'm actually doing a campaign with PrEP for and trans men. And cis women can get HIV for e- sure. Everybody and- should be taking PrEP if you have a, if you have an active sex life out of a monogamous relationship. Yes. So if that's the case, if you're not taking PrEP, then you're not really thinking about safe yeah. sex. Now, again, using condoms doesn't hurt you. It, in fact, saves you. It's your responsibility. Here's what I'm going to tell your listeners right now. It is your responsibility. I don't care who you are, what you have. It is your responsibility to have safe sex. Right. So if you show up and there's no condom, you didn't bring the condom. So it's your problem. No, nobody else's problem. Yeah, I agree. Men don't want to use condoms. Period. No, of course not. Period. They think it doesn't feel. As That's good. exactly right. That's so not my now problem. They're incentivized to do that. That's so it has to be your issue. Exactly. Yeah. Will you only give a blowjob with a condom? On? Only with a condom. And I got in so much trouble in my film. So I did blowjob with say. condoms back twenty years ago. <gasps> I got hate mail like left and right from I was dudes. Say. That's disgusting. But I go, bitch. Want to know what's disgusting? Chlamydia in your throat. So you know what? I'm not getting it. Or let if alone you want to have it, alone <laughs> exactly. in your throat. Let me just say that. Sorry, the two of us. I wish that all of you guys. (laughs) Anything about it, I'm set with that. Darren and I literally were like, "Ooh, Uh, no, my no, 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 no." in your throat. (laughs) That sounds bad. Listen, I mean, it is uh, okay. (laughs) Well, give it a blowjob, but it's not great. I mean, come on, yeah, Yeah. it's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. It's much easier to eat pussy than blow dicks. I I really appreciate that. That that's what you won't do. What's no, I won't. Well, I think it's such good strong like education also for the younger generation. Thank you. And I also think that there's a huge stigma now because like 
certainly for sex work, which yeah. like, you know, prostitutes is saying prostitution is now like derogatory. It's sex work. And it's like sex work. it's actual sex yeah. work and it's a legitimate field and it it's sure a legitimate is. job. And those places, this is why I want it to be legal because mm. those places that make it le- uh, legal, you know, bunny ranch, all those right, places, right. there's never, they're, they're having the safest sex at any really single are. thing in the United States. I'm like, why are we discouraging people? They don't get fucking diseases. They get tested every right. goddamn week. They, sure yeah. they take care of their clients. That's they right. make sure. Who doesn't want to go into sex knowing that they're not going to get anything? I it, agree. It, it really yeah. like allows you to be who you are. I don't know why we're looking at this being like, oh, gross. You want to do that? I'm like, Christianity. Yeah. Oh, well, that, it's well, religion, yeah. dude. It's, it's religion. Totally religion. Listen, 100%. I look at the girls I work with and I'm like, guess what? I haven't had a UTI. <laughs> In fucking six years, yo-ho. Yeah, I, and not yeah. for and nothing. Yeah. And she's only, going to church. I I've never oh, yeah. had a UTI, but I've only ever gotten yeast infections from men. Never oh, from yeah, women. Never right. from women. Never from women. Never from women. So, like, yep, cleaner, dude. I've never gotten anything from a woman, only from a man. Yeah. When yep. is your next... So have you done your porn for 2020 yet? No, because oh, I'm, I'm talking to a trans woman right now, one of the big trans women stars. So we're going to do something cool like that. I think we're doing going to do something like Buck's Angels, <gasps> right? Instead of Charlie's Angels, You've Buck's Angels. You've never done that yet? No, I haven't done it. I've been wanting to do it for years, but I wait. Oh, I'm going to amass the hottest fucking chicks. How? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm going to be like, so it's going to be awesome. Don't you wish we were in it? Like, oh, you can't? How about it? if you make cameos? I would. You don't have to do nudity or anything, but just like a cameo. Yeah, could I, I would be kill like, for that? That would I, like, be so work cool. At a store or something? Something. No, totally. Liz, add this to your resume. Not Seriously. only are you the queen of a cold email, you featured in porn. No, but they also give awards for non-porn performances. Also, Liz, this is us. <laughs> well, Liz, I'm down. Also, I tried to go to the AVN Awards when I worked at MySpace. I wanted to work the yeah, red carpet. Right and they on. like got so weird and pulled it at the end oh, and told God. me that I couldn't do it. Like, oh, Could you God. imagine you and I... Oh, it would be brilliant. It would be brilliant. You guys got to do it next year. I'll get you in. Will you? Of course. I'm totally connected to everybody. I would. They would totally have you Field trip for scissoring? (laughs) How long on average does it take to film a porn? Oh, my God. Well, it it, it just, that's a, really depends on what kind of film it is. But most of the time you can shoot in a weekend if it's a full movie. But a scene can take anywhere between two hours to four, depending on what you're shooting and what kind of stuff you're shooting. I can pretty much film a movie and two or three days because again it's scenes right yeah. so that's really what right. it is it's the same as a, like a regular yeah it, it really is we knocked out a, a film that they made of me called Buck Angel Superstar which is kind of embarrassing but that was hard I had to do five scenes in two days which is actually a lot of work that that's, seems like it's a lot of work it's a I mean, lot of effort it, it is and people don't understand that you're not just like opening up and like getting fucked it's like you know there's connection I'm about real real sex in my porn. Well, like, I'm not going to gonna just lay it. there and get, you know what I mean? It's about connection with my co-stars. It's really acting on some Have you ever level. fallen well, in love with a co-star? No, never. Because I always, I know how to keep that. You do? Actual, yes, I know how to keep that space I think that would be no hard emotion. for me. Yeah, it is hard sometimes, but it's I business. learned, it's a business. It's Have a business. people no, fallen in love with you? Um, yeah, I think so. Not, you know, or stalked me. I mean, me Are you? Is that love? I stalking? Mean, us, is stalking yeah. love? <laughs> Are you single right now? Actually, no, I'm not. I just met a woman that I have a relationship with. Oh, nice. She, we're going to get married and she has oh, you a kid. Are... She's awesome. Wait, are oh, you my... engaged? Yeah, we're totally engaged to get married now. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking Wait, awesome. That is so great. Yeah, I'm totally excited. She's amazing. I have a seven-year-old kid now. Oh, like, she has wow. a seven-year-old. Like, I'm a total you. real dad now. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. I'm super That's happy. That's fucking rad. She's amazing. She did the, so her parents, do you guys know the store circus? of books 
Yeah. You remember Circus of Books? Oh, yes. that, it's literally like, no, it's an, like an iconic icon shop. Yeah. yeah. Here. Oh, yeah. Liter- so her parents own that shop, and she just did the documentary Circus of Books. It'll be on How Netflix. How did you guys meet? We met at a, at a film festival at Outfest. Yeah. And then she was a fan of mine, which was also weird. I'm not, you know, she's much younger than me. I was going to say, does her kid know nope. about your career? Doesn't need to know. He's seven. No, exactly. No, no. He yeah, doesn't need to know. know about me being trans or any of that. I'm not. I'm just. Oh, really? I'm assuming no. that conversation will happen when It'll he's happen old enough to he's not, process. I guess, he's I not guess, stupid. He's very smart. How long have well. you guys been together for? Uh, almost a year now. Yeah. Oh wow! But yeah. you kind of did the les. les- I was going to say you are now a you lesbian are, again. I've always been a les. You oh, are even a when lesbian. I changed to a man, I'm a les. Yeah. Everything right. about me is a les. I was going to say you are doing the classic oh, lesbian. God, I got my U-Haul. Yes. I got my U-Haul. It's already there. Oh my god! I'm no, dying. I've been married twice to okay. uh, two cisgender women. The first one, the dominatrix, right, turned into a very bad divorce. She started having an affair with one of her clients, mm. who is now Lana Wachowski, who was Larry Wachowski of the. Matrix. Oh, so, yeah, that was a whole. I, that's a whole story. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the Matrix. I, totally. Wow. Yeah, so that's a whole other Dude, like, wow. scandal. Write a fucking book, Bucks. Book. I am. I actually finally got a literary agent. Oh, oh good. Nobody would thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. big. And my wife is Jewish, so now I'm becoming oh, a Jew. There you go. Welcome to the chosen you, side of life. I'm six yes. percent. Literally I'm takes 6%. me. Yeah. Every we do Shabbat every Friday at the at the temple, oh like God, our I parents' house. Like I'm totally into it. Actually, the Jewish. Space is amazing. Yeah, it it's is all about reason. spirituality. Yeah. And yeah. I, I am a spiritual person, so I sucked right into it feels Judaism. less organized it's religion. Not organized yeah, religion. It's not that. Uh, and also the the um the rabbi is a, a gay woman, which is also pretty awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, I my, just love it all. My boss is a gay guy, who works at Bravo and he had a kid and we were planning the bris, and so he like kind of put it in charge of me. Lesbian rabbi, right lesbian moil. It was badass. like I was standing there. This boy was getting his penis chopped off, and it's like three lesbians overlooking it. Like, yeah, oh my God, buddy. Yes. It was I'm... fucking amazing. Oh, I love that. He was like, "This feels right," and I was like, "Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, We're bringing him into the world oh this way God. for sure." Oh, I love bro- it. That's beautiful. It's actually. Be- it actually was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Even the moil was like, "I love a lesbian rabbi, lesbian oh, assistant with this gay guy," and I was like, "I know." It's <laughs> it great. is great. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to do like a round two with him. Yeah, yeah can you, we will can you come back? Around. Of course, anytime. I mean, really, happy I have to like have nine thousand. I know. I right do. Maybe your listeners will. I don't know. So, I definitely you know, so. will. You are I'm very accessible. I mean, I'll put it this way: like you know, I mean, especially with cancel culture, we always ask <sighs> our our guests that come on, like, is there anything we can't talk about? Of you know, because we, we just to. you also don't want to set the tone right off the bat yes. and then them close down for the conversation because yes. the point of this conversation is to be open. And I went like Liz and I went to Buck and I was like, is there anything? You're like, nope, I'll answer anything you want. Ask me anything, <laughs> anything you want. And I was like, God, I love this. Part. It's so good. <laughs> Fucking A. Well, because, you know, sometimes we interview people, and it's totally fine, but then the texts begin. Oh, God. Yeah, and, and they're like, like can this you out. take this out, this out? And oh, I'm my like, God, you're kidding me. Oh, every time. time. Every time. Well, every time. people are such a bunch of baby-ass, fearful, crazy people. I'm not fearful. <laughs> I am not. Fe- I don't give a shit if I yeah. say something and somebody says, oh, my God, that's transphobic. Bitch, intention. Stop taking my words out of context. Number yeah. one. Number two, I'm allowed to have a different opinion than my community Absolutely. as you are allowed to have a different opinion of your community it doesn't mean I'm against anything I do it do you know how much work I do in this world in order to make change I'm a human rights activist I'm not a totally. trans activist I'm not a gay activist okay, I believe you're a human being rights. right yeah. and so it, it, that's the thing we were talking about earlier get ourselves let's get into the world kids let's stop being so echo chambery and so weird about we're attacking our own people we really are we are taking do you know the first time in 
50 years, the world has the least amount of support for the LGBT community. Do you know that? In 50 years, it's the lowest. Because we kind of are making it as we, such, and it's we, very we're frustrating. We're doing that. We're I doing travel it. the world. Nobody hates me. I get so much love. People, Everyone knows I'm a tranny. Right. Nobody ever says shit to me. People come up to me out of nowhere and say, thank you for your work. Can you imagine that? Absolutely. So really, people need to understand when you put yourself out there, yeah, people are going to attack you. Yeah, people are going to be trying to cancel you out. Yeah, but are you actually going to live your life like that? Then you're not living your life. So get up. Don't worry. Cancel culture is actually not real. It's not real, kids. It is not. You're letting people cancel you. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's actually very what's true. You can still have a voice. Always. I mean, this is sort of the point of this podcast because we would get asked. Liz was actually telling us about something rude that she got asked, but scissoring isn't a thing as often with the lesbian community. It's like, yeah. oh, how are you guys saying Kevin sucks? Scissoring? <laughs> and I'm not going to be like, you're a fucking asshole only watches porn and only see right it. I'm on. like, I'm like, when you actually think about it, do you think that we're just bumping clits together? Like, I and I'm like using this it. as an opportunity to educate. I'm 100%. like, there's so many ways that women can have sex oh with God. each other, and there's toys, and oh there's a whole everything. world. And yeah. I'm not like, fuck you, dude. I'm right. like, no, let me tell you that this You're is bad. actually You're bad. Yes. this is how it works, and that's really how the that's podcast how got started. Like, oh, we would talk about offended questions. Yeah, we were just we like, this is ridiculous. Oh. I was like, some fucking dude came up to me the other day and asked oh. this, and I was like, I get this all the time with my wife and we were like let's educate the public about this you know why we wanted to and it's so funny because darren and i respectively have done so many different types of content and podcast yeah did i my uh, my wife who i'm not allowed to talk about (laughs) asked me this morning she's like how is this for you being on this podcast with darren and constantly talking about Mm. sex and sexuality and identity and i was like you know what this is probably one of the best things I've ever done in yeah. my career wow. and I feel so grateful and fortunate and wow. I hope this is the beginning of something really big for a MILF I mean to say this is for <laughs> oh everything you've gone God. through no, it's, I'm telling you right you now know? because I'm really thick deep into the lesbian trauma that's happening especially yeah. on Twitter and so I have a friend named Ariel Skurs I can never say her last name do you know her oh, Ariel? Is she, she's, she's a, a one big lesbian uh, didn't she get in trouble she got in about a lot of the trouble trans thing that the she's transphobic she is not transphobic she did not say something with her. She is not. She's actually she's a really not. good friend. Yes. She's an important person. You should have oh her on God, your show. Oh my God, we'd love to have her on yeah, the show. Yeah, I'll get you. I'll we get would, anybody just... you want, I can get them for you. Seriously, oh, I'm actually, real fucking talk. Yeah. Trampa over here is going to hook. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to uh, hook you up with this, great guests. Actually, you should you. have my wife on. She's also, I'm would, calling her my wife already. See oh, that? wow, you're such Seriously. a lesbian. Such, such a, a lesbian. lesbian. But you will love her, and she has a lot of knowledge and a lot of great we stuff would love to talk her. to her We'd love about. to have her. Really, I'm serious. And like, I don't even know what other leses you want. Guinevere Turner, like all sure. those people. Yeah. I'll take yep. every leg. Like, she's old school les. Oh, I love old school les. I actually follow her on Instagram. I used to date her. Sick. No, it wasn't. It was actually sick. You're right. No, <laughs> no it was actually horrible. No, was I mean it? like, Oh my cool. God. It was like, really? I love Guinevere, but wow, that was a really toxic relationship. Yeah, I had a very, because she's a lesbian and I'm a man. Oh yeah, that Duh. makes sense. Duh, like you, I can't, I was dating a lot of lesbians before and because it just happened, you know what I mean? And, and there's also just how people thing. see you, you know, yeah. I know this from even like just an interracial couple, heterosexual, but an interracial couple that yeah. often talk about how yes. they're seen in the world, yes. which is crazy to me that interracial couples oh, are seen God, as taboo. Oh my God, it's real though. It uh, is real. very real. But it's yes. so real and how people perceive you can affect a relationship. Well, it happened even with if me and Guinevere. Cool. Exactly. The lesbian community hated me and they were like so freaked out like I was taking her away. And they might have hated her. They hated her. Because you're like, she's like an iconic lesbian. She like she's super famous. Even like, for Liz, sometimes who's bi, I know plenty of lesbians that yeah. would say to me, like, I don't believe in bisexuality. No, oh, totally. all the time. And I'm totally like, all the time. They'll be like, that's not a thing. I'm like, no, wow. it's a fucking thing. It's an like, and real why? Thing. Why is it? Why is Liz any less of a? 
Les. Of, of, of a les yeah. being married to a woman because she finds men attractive and like could have sex with a guy or could date a guy. Like yeah. it doesn't make you any less. And I hate when people are like, finding ability isn't a thing. I'm like, it doesn't take is. away from my. Well, and what's crazy, again, we are literally going to talk for 400 I know, hours. we have to. But we hold on, this is my it. last thing. But what I will say is like, the question that I get asked a lot when I'm, when, oh yeah, I'm married and I'm bisexual. It's like, oh, well, how does that work? There are you, you ever going to have sex with another man? I'm like, wow. how about, does it work with you, motherfucker? <laughs> when you're, you're, okay, if you're a whatever, yeah, straight totally. person, gay person, yep. just because you're married, does that mean you're going to go fuck everybody? That's right. Also, no, if you not. ended up right. with a man and, and considered yourself bi, no one would ask you that. They wouldn't. They would you're never, exactly I know, right about never that. ask you that. Again, it's talking about female space. Exactly. Females are still bottom of the barrel. I don't care what anybody says. We females are. are bottom of the yeah. barrel. Yeah. They get stomped on and that's why I'm pissed off about this lesbian conversation. The trans women and the and the cis women not having the conversation. No one listens to the cis women right now. They're only listening to the trans women. Right. That's not fair. Yeah. I fought for women's spaces and I will continue to fight for women's spaces. And no one's saying trans women aren't women. We're saying let's have a conversation. What is the fear of the cisgender lesbian women? We're not listening to that fear. Yeah. Women live in fear every day. Mm-hmm. Trans women did not grow up and socialized as women. So they'll never understand that fear that a born woman has. Yeah. It's, it's a different. real thing. Right. I lived that space, that fear space i don't live that way i walk the world with no fear because i'm a man yeah no other reason why then i'm a man yeah and i don't think yes. it's saying like you're not you're not any more or less of a woman that's it's that right. you don't understand what maybe being born that's like right. that mentality yep. is thank like. you that's, that's the difference so then that becomes the male fucking privilege instead right. of yeah. the trans woman understanding that they're coming from a male privileged space and not right. changing that thought process then what they're actually doing is becoming rude and disrespectful to actual cisgender women yes. who actually have a logical space that they're coming from yeah they fear men in their space for a reason they get raped they get tortured they get kidnapped Absolutely. they get everything yeah. and then these women who used to be men it's like me i used to be a woman and now i'm a man i don't understand what it's like to be socialized as a man right. i'm a different kind of man yeah right. i come to it in a different you're space you're not any less i'm not any less different. different yes thank you have the conversation people i know we need to get out of here but i really want to tell your your listeners yes. right now please get involved in this conversation if you're a gay woman out there i don't care if you're trans or not be open. get into the conversation so yeah. that we can make the space available for trans women but the space won't be available because cisgender women will not open it up until they feel safe yeah. to open it up well I mean, that's like the said, <laughs> yeah, best way to end this podcast Buck, where can people find you buckangel.com twitter buckangel instagram buckangel I hate facebook but I'm on there <laughs> as a grant as like as a trampa you don't like facebook yeah wow. that, I know I, that's such facebook. Your, I don't like it either but oh, we're we're mean. now instagram lovers I, I promise you that right on Buck, you are absolutely a fucking hero you're right amazing you really are. we you. fucking love you right I'm on. so excited that Liz is the queen of cold email I really I'm so yeah. excited you're the the king of answering them right thank on. you so much for taking your time thank you, you guys are beautiful it's amazing oh, thank right you on. thanks Buck thank you for listening to scissoring isn't a thing see you next Tuesday <laughs>